Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Beast Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot. You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! Good piece of music right there. Oh yeah, That's Tyler Bates can do no wrong. I, I, I enjoy that. It's probably a bad choice because I kind of want to like flip around this room and crash into things and there's, take, there's take not, headshots at stuff. And there's not enough room in this room to do that. Stuff. Well, I, I know. That's why I got to calm that down. I am in the midst of a great cleaning in this room. So I did notice a you box, are a box had moved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. But like, I've gotten rid of a lot of stuff. And that general area, oh, okay. and some of these boxes are full. They just have to go to their final resting place elsewhere, so, which, which is PK. Yeah. Just smile and nod. You don't have mm-hmm. a problem? No, not at all. You don't oh, have a problem? Oh, I know I have a problem, but uh, it's not as bad as we, we think it is. <laughs> no, it's bad. There's, there's no question. It's, about it's not it. as bad as my pending problem. There you go. Uh, which is the pops are now on display. Oh yeah, see? boy! See. And are I, they in the box? Nope. Or? They oh were removed boy. from the box. They are carefully displayed on our little uh, TV console set up in, the, uh, in our geeky living room of oh geekery. Oh, boy. So, yeah, After they're... last week, I sent him a couple images of the, the James Bond one, the one in the car. Yeah. 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 You were one of many. Yeah. And I, I sent him all of the RuPaul's Drag Queen ones. <laughs> sons of bitches. <laughs> for, <laughs> for his missus. I, I, and it's a sh- I should have taken down names to, to publicly call you fuckers out. But I, I've been getting tweets. I've been getting Instagrams of people like, "Hey Ken," or "Hey PK." Here's the here's the tra- here's Sark. Here's yeah. Tron. Here and and like three other people sent me the the Bond vehicle yep. one that you sent me, and then some other jerk off sent me the the RuPaul's Dragways Drag RuPaul's Dragways Dragways. <laughs> so yeah, real funny jerks. Uh, I find it hilarious. <laughs> it is hilarious. You know, the, you know the opioid epidemic that's currently yeah. sweeping the nation? Poppyoid. That's it. And my wife, nothing but a smirk through all of my rants through all of this. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. She knows. She knows. It's all downhill God from here. damn it. Anyway. Anywho. This is uh, episode 481. Jesus. Of this fine, fine program. Do we have a title for this? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're 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 trying to get the ball rolling sooner now because uh, you have committed us to creating additional content. Yeah, well, so, you know, so we'll just call this a fine, fine episode. There you go, a fine, <laughs> fine episode, and a fine, fine episode it will be. But since you brought up that bonus content, yes, sir. Yeah, um, of course, you can go over to patreon.com backslash. Patreon. Backslash BK Geek Stuff. <laughs> and uh, you could support us over there, of course, this month. Thus far, um, in addition to the show being released early for uh, certain level subscribers, um, we have an unboxing video that went up last week. Oh, what'd you unbox? Uh, we oh. Unbox- oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Adult? <laughs> really? <laughs> really, Big Kev? Uh, we had a vintage episode go up two weeks ago. Which one? Uh, episode two. Oh, wow. So, uh, this week, going up at the end of this week, episode three will uh-huh. go up nice. because we broke the $100 a month goal. 
No nice. shit. So that nice. was uh, so that unlocked an additional vintage episode now, a month. Now, what is the number we have to reach uh, to get the PK <laughs> sitting in cake videos? Uh, I like I don't know, like five grand a month. Is that what it is? It's, it's, it's yes, because I don't want to see I, it. Didn't we determine was... we need a number for me not to do that? <laughs> yeah. <I> think, so. <laughs> That is, um, so we're just gonna we're gonna spam the feed with with that. uh, that I'm gonna sit and spam too. We'll we'll cover all the bases. Oh god, I'm getting sick. I'm getting nauseous. How do we prepare? Hurts me to talk about. But how do we prepare the spam? Uh. You just sit on a spam because that's weird. But like, do we like blend the spam? No, stop. Stop. I just, I, I just we, want to know how that works. Oh, we got to think about that. Uh, if you have any ideas, I mean, you can certainly call the the voicemail line. The GBM. GBM line. No, 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 no. If you have an <laughs> if you have an idea, if you have an idea of something you do or don't want to see on Patreon, you have to pledge on Patreon. Okay. And and then and then make your ideas heard. That's and then true. and then in the last week of this month, <laughs> we have something else that I don't want to quite disclose yet because I want to make sure that uh, you know. We pull it off. It comes together yeah. nice. Oh, oh. It is a packaged. It's not my AMA. It, it, no, it's not your AMA. Okay. It's not your AMA. And um, we still have to do something live this month. We're 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 tinkering with that. But more okay. on that if you pledge pledge ten dollars and we can talk about it. So um, <laughs> so yeah. So that's that's the Patreon thing. cake thing. Easy to do live. Uh, it Just absolutely saying. is. Yep. It absolutely. All is. we need yep. is a tarp and some cake and a PK tarp. Okay. I'm, and getting, we got, I'm getting. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, we're not doing it here without a tarp. Oh no, no, there there are no tarps. With, then with it's then it's over at House of PK. Sir, if there's one thing I I know, it's it's when to place a tarp for, for a stupid radio show stunt. So I'm just saying, I yeah. have I have the experience You'd here. I feel. A tarp, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. All right, let's get into this fine program. All righty, that we have here. Um. Just very quickly, I threw it on the top of the prep sheet because I don't believe either of you have started or attempted this yet. Have either of you attempted Runaways? No, no, sir. Okay. Zero interest. So I have watched the first four episodes of Runaways. Um, it's really good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I hear tons of good stuff about I thought it. It, it was, looks fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only hesitation was the platform that it was on, which was Hulu. Right. But through ubiquitous clandestine informants. I've been able to watch at least the first four, and I'm. Re- it's really good. I'm okay. not gonna lie. I I got a little excited when I saw uh, Old Lace appear in episode two. I think Old Lace is the dinosaur, by the way. Right. For those of you who don't recall, um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty enjoyable. There's ten episodes total in season one. It was renewed for season two, so my plan is to finish watching um, the rest of the episodes. Nice. So, yeah, I'm in, I am enjoying it. All right, moving on. Just popped up in our uh, Discord chat room, so I'm going to throw it to the top of the prep sheet, but Uh-oh. it's not on the prep sheet. <laughs> According to an article um, over at Collider, um, uh, Tom Holland is going to make an appearance in the Venom movie. <laughs> but But the informant is like, well... I don't know in what way or how, and I can't say my source. It's not El Maybe, okay. but it sounds like an El Maybe protege. Yeah, maybe. Which, which what I'm saying is it's great that this hit on Collider today, and I'm sure in the next 24 hours it will be picked up by every major Urgen. news source, all citing back to well, one article that is not necessarily at all reliable. Collider's like, El maybe light a lot of the time. A, a lot of them are. Yeah. So again, he might appear in the Venom movie. I do not. I will not believe it until I see it. I hope he does appear in the Venom movie as like a random hot dog vendor, <laughs> right? As, but like, not as, as Willie Lumpkin passes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like he is the Stan Lee of yeah. that movie, but not at all Spidey, is what you're Correct. saying. Yeah. No. So the the rumor is that he <laughs> will appear as Spider Man in the movie. Now okay. I. I find it hard to believe because I think they were clever with the Venom movie in that it's not set in New York. I it's don't in believe, San Fran, right? isn't it? Yeah. So they've moved Eddie Brock from New York to the other side of the country. It really, 
as an excuse, in my opinion, to not have him interact with Spider-Man. There you go. It gives him that safety buffer. Yeah, or that's Daredevil. If they or really need to make the yeah. connection, if they decide, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, we've been pulling your Lego along. It really is an MCU movie. Yeah, it counts and all right. that. I mean, you know, he'll get like a text message from, uh, exactly. from Parker. Like, you know, how's San Fran doing? Yeah. Or, or like, you know, fuck Yankee blue jeans because they're probably not very friendly. I'm, I'm Wait guessing. a minute. Uh, yeah, this would be the bad Venom still. Uh, no, and never mind. I'm, I was confused. We we have not seen an Eddie Brock yet in no in in a Spider Man incarnation, right? Yes, we oh. have in in not the in MCU. MCU, not in the MCU. Right, okay. No, 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 no. We saw it in the Raimi verse. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. and that doesn't count. No, um, I mean the first two movies were good, but anyway. So yeah, mm-hmm. so we'll see if this has any actual truth behind it. I don't believe it, at least at this point. But you know. It is what it is. We'll see what happens. Much like your take on Thor, Big Kev. I'll believe it when I see it in a theater. When I'm sitting in the theater looking at Tom Holland as Spider-Man in a Venom movie, that's when I'll believe it. Speaking of which, uh, just a quick personal update. I did watch Iron Man 2, so I am still on track. Very nice. To do a movie a week. Oh, very good. In that that marathon, as it were. All right, moving on. Uh, Uh, Can I I interrupt you and say... Yeah, of course. uh, I don't know if you guys have heard... Uh, the buzz on Black Panther is amazing. Is enormous. Is enormous. Oh, yeah. it, it, is it is it a, a preliminary screenings or did it release somewhere overseas? No, no, it's preliminary. Okay. Uh, wow. Yeah, because there's I don't even think there's been press screenings yet. Right. It's uh, too yeah, early for that. No. But uh, it broke some sort of individuals. Um, it broke some nice. sort of pre-order ticket sales. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah. I saw I saw the trailer for it again the other day on the big screen because I went and saw Last Jedi a second time and. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited for Black it Panther. Looks it looks amazing. utterly spectacular. It looks fantastic. So, yeah, how'd so. you uh, how'd you like Last Jedi uh, number two? Um, I liked it even more the second time that I did the first time because I wasn't trying so hard. You know what I mean? I was able to pick up. You were you were going in expectation of, free. Yeah, at this right. Point. You're like you, you know where it's going, and now you can pay attention to the nuance. Like you know, someone someone sent me a tweet online, and they were like, "Oh, did you did you notice the books when you pulled out the drawer?" And I was like, "Well, I noticed that when I saw it the first time. What I noticed the second time is when she actually puts the books in the drawer. See, now that I'd be looking right? out for. That, yeah. So that's something I. And they don't actually show her like taking the books and putting. But what they show her is they show her in the Falcon and they show her closing the drawer. Okay. And it's and it's just enough of a nod to be like, no, that's important in about an hour. Got right. like, it. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. So, uh, um, but yeah. Imagine were, that subtlety in a Star Wars movie. I know. Go and there were, there were a couple other little nuances um, that I picked up on. You know, the the Luke not making the the red tracks in the sand, little things like that right. um, oh, that I picked up on. Yeah. So, okay. um, but I, I liked it even more. I think the story, I, I actually, I liked the uh, casino sequence even more. Although I will say it is the closest thing to a pod race as you'll get in the newest trilogy, but I liked it. I, right. I The significant of it didn't fall flat a second right. time. It, like I understand why it's and there. Most second and third and and so on screenings, mm-hmm. uh, people initially had issues with the whole Canto Bite thing. I I really yeah. had no major issue with it. Um, Only that Lando wasn't in it. Uh, well, yeah. Other than that, uh, which would have been awesome. But uh, it's most people on their second screen around go, yeah, okay, yeah. it works. It, and and the 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 discussion is, yeah, maybe it is. It's a hair over long in some aspects, but overall. It serves it serves things well. Sure, like people have come around to to enjoy it more than having that initial trepidation. So uh, so yeah, so I I, I enjoyed it. Um, in in Star Wars news, um, it did not fare well in the Chinese market, um, which is no surprise. Historically speaking, Star Wars does not do well in the Chinese market. Right, um, it is they are not just they are not fans, fans of the franchise. Right, um, so and there's also I don't I mean, think that was a shock. There, that it from didn't a political well. standpoint, I think mm-hmm. the. Uh, where the the Asian actor the uh, the Rose and her sister, um, there's like political snafu action with them. I believe like they're from a, an area that's maybe a little yeah noses turned up about uh, about where they're from in in relation to China. So that might also be a sticky wicket for uh, for it doing even even better numbers than it could have. Um, but it's still tracking. It's still doing better than they thought. Um, the drop off has slowed down. I believe a little bit. Right. Um, it's still playing and it's still selling out. The theater I saw, and it's it in. still playing IMAX theaters in, uh, oh, yeah. in a lot of areas too. Like it's uh, usually by this time, it's it's booted out for the next. I, I went, would take it out. 
I, there hasn't really been well, anything, which Jumanji, is also helpful. Jumanji has been coming in number one, but no, I don't think that's a huge IMAX it's, screen. It's not an IMAX so, movie. No. But um, the theater I was in on Sunday when I went and saw it at you know one o'clock in the afternoon was sold out. Brilliant. I mean, it was there wasn't a seat left in the in the theater, so it's still doing quite well. <clears throat> I do want to see it again. Um, we could talk about Solo since we're talking about Star Wars. Oh. It's it is a jump ahead on the prepshitika but we can go there right. look at what well, there's you're a doing. whole bunch of star wars things here yeah but solo is probably the big one we got a plot synopses oh. earlier today i thought we were getting some sort of trailer this super week bowl. oh is it is it definitely super that's bowl? the rumor uh, okay. it's yeah it's either super bowl or black panther one of the one, or both or both uh so that's right around the same time period yeah so it, um, me. it depends on what comes first i guess well uh, black panther is when February 15th, 14th. And Super Bowl is before that, isn't it? Bef- by a week, I think. So yeah. it's probably intro to the Super Bowl, and then it'll be on the screen it's for Panther. It's not this coming Sunday. No, it's the Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the plot synopsis uh, for Solo, a Star Wars story, reads... Either, sorry, it's either the Super Bowl Sunday, it's either the 18th or the 11th. I think Black Panther is the 15th. It I'm is. pretty sure. So it is. It's probably the it's 11th. either immediately then. before or immediately after. Um... Board the Millennium Falcon and journey to a galaxy far, far away in Solo, a Star Wars story. An all-new adventure with the most beloved scoundrel in the galaxy. Through a series of daring escapades deep within a dark and dangerous criminal underworld, Han Solo meets his mighty future co-pilot Chewbacca and encounters the notorious gambler Lando Calrissian in a journey that will set the course of one of Star Wars saga's most unlikely heroes. So that's your. So there's so really that tells us tells us absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah, we knew he was going to meet Lando. No Chewbacca's in it. We knew he was going to meet Chewie. Spoiler alert: yeah. He's yeah. a smuggler. <laughs> what would have been you know what would have been significant is if they had mentioned like the Kessel Run or right. things like that. Although we all suspect that's going to be in there in some capacity too. It, so it, I, I I'm anticipating the Kessel Run. Yeah, I would be the, the 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 origin chase. of the old twelve parsecs. Right, uh, is probably what we're going to see. So there you go. All right. What was the other Star Wars stuff? What did I miss? Or what? Uh, John, Williams. Well, John Williams. Oh yeah, yeah. John Williams wants to uh, compose the score for Star Wars Episode Nine, um, and he should be allowed to do as such. They should advance the filming on yeah. this movie so that he can get it done. I mean, when does it? It's got to be filming soon, if not already, right? I would suspect it's probably soon. Yeah, I, 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 the preliminary is already done. I would think. Yeah, right? they, I don't think they're in principle just yet, but I think that's very, very soon. It would, it would have to be if it's a year and a half away. Yeah, if it, mm, that's a good question. That's if, if it's not happening now, it's got to be like uh, tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I would say by spring it would have to be yeah. it would early have to start. 2018. I thought so. Yeah, it's so, got to be soon. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah, if John Williams wants to do it, there's no reason why John Williams should not be allowed. Oh God, to do it. No, death that's... would be one reason. That, well, well, yeah, that would. Well, that that would be that he would be... in his mid 80s. But that would. That would I be... am. I am adamantly not playing anything remotely close to John Williams on my turntable for this very purpose. Yes, please don't. So I'm, uh, he's safe as far as I'm concerned. And yes. bouncing back to Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Uh, John Williams is doing the theme for Solo. Yes. I think we talked about that last week, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they just mentioned it here in the article. So he's he's still getting stuff out there. Hell yeah. So He got it. Um, our friends over at Fanthatrax... Fanthatracks.com. I was just going to ask you if you wanted to do this. Is that what it is? Fanthatracks.com? I believe so. Okay. If it's not, find Google Fanthatracks and find their website. But I, right. think, I think it's Fanthatracks.com. Oh, is it .uk? Is that what you mean? I honestly don't. I, I, I thought, they probably I, have all of them. Yeah. Um, either way, our friends over at Fanthatracks posted something on their website earlier this week. Uh, Rebels will be returning on February 24th Woo-hoo. with the episode Jedi Knight. Damn, that's still forever away. <clears throat> it's still that's over a month not, away. Yeah, it's not too bad, though. And episode 11, Doom. D-U-M-E. D-U-M-E. Doom. That's Dume. Dume. Uh, the synopsis for Jedi Knight, the ghost crew infiltrates the Imperial headquarters on Lothal to save one of their own. And then the synopsis for episode 11, Dume. Uh, <laughs> reeling from a devastating loss, the ghost crew rallies together to find a new purpose and resolve. Hmm. So there you go. Well, uh, there's that. Well, look, we know it's got, how many episodes are in the season total? Do we know? Uh, it's not 22, is it? I don't know. It's I, like 14. It, or so there's only it's like, yeah, although I was going to say, I thought it was only a handful two, of episodes. Uh, I, I think there's six left, but I'm not sure. I that. I think we're undercutting it. I feel like we watch, there's a surprising amount of episodes per season, I feel. 
I didn't, I didn't think that there were, hmm. but either way, um, those are at least the synopsis for the first two episodes. Again, February 24th and March 3rd, respectively. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm looking forward to the return. In, um, I, just, I just took uh, a moment to look at Urban Dictionary and look up the word doom, mm-hmm. D-U-M-E. It says the act of being stupid. Oh, wait, hold on. I've got a, I got a pop-up. Fucking kidding me. <laughs> now, now you give me a pop up. Fucking hell. And I'm looking on my phone too, which is really. I, I know. It's exactly what it's like. <laughs> Holy cow. Keep uh, keep us posted on that. That's. Uh, uh, I mean, we all, we all know what. We all know what Doom is in relation to Rebels, right? The act of being stupid and not able to send a legible text message or yeah. electronic message by misspelling even the simplest words. But we know what it we know what it is in relation to to rebels, right? Like we're just yeah toying around this, right? It's, right. It's yeah, Kanan's real name. Okay, so I mean, it's it's I know it's, right. So our speculation is that might be you okay. know, the end. The so they, end. They have been all over the place on these episodes, uh, but season one was thirteen. Season two was twenty. Season three came in at twenty one, and season four so far has only been nine episodes. So, All right, so maybe we're it looking does at potentially more. twenty okay. episodes, or maybe they'll they'll dial it back to a season one level of like well, thirteen or fourteen. Well, but. let's see. So, how many left do you think? Then, if this is the last, so we got like eight left. So let's see, Kanan. But if if and... they're following the previous two seasons, which would be nice, right. so we get more story. Uh, we're we're looking at uh, at least eleven more episodes if hmm. that's uh, if that's the case. Kanan, well, two episodes for Kanan, Ezra. Uh, I'm just counting what what the pace is going to be for killing these characters. Right. Off. Yeah. So I, I I would almost I would feel like they have to be pushing that 20 episode mark to cover those bases uh, and off who they got to off. Well, uh, with with ample storytelling time instead of just you know cutting through it quick. According to IMDb and Wikipedia, both there oh, are 16 episodes. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. 16. 16. Okay. So we have six episodes left. Wow. Yeah. So no rhyme or reason to their no their none, episode none structure. All. None at all. So there you go. Yeah, I thought I, I felt like it was like 15 or 16. You yeah, it, it was I, right around I there. I thought it was 16. I, I thought, thought I was, remember reading about that, so. I thought at celebration that he said uh Filoni said that it was a shortened season, so to wrap things up, yeah. as it were. Well, what does he know? All right, let's sally forth. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Stars in Liongate confirm a new John Wick based TV series called The Continental. Is coming uh, later this year, I think. Right? Is that what Have either of you seen these films? Uh, I've seen the first one and a, and a portion of the second one uh, before I passed out, and which was I was just turning on way too late. I I love them. They're great. They're I, amazing. I haven't seen either they're, one yet. They're they're kind of ridiculous, silly, nonstop action. But yeah. the story is pretty good. Keanu Reeves does a great job in the lead role, and it's actually a unique universe. What I like about the series is in. The first John Wick, they introduced the Continental, which is yep. the, the hotel that all these assassins that all these assassins, that all these assassins go to. It's it's the only place that's kind of like uh, a kill free kill free zone, right? It's supposed to be. It's kind of it's like base, isn't it? Uh, basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like base. as long as, long as touching base, yeah, exactly. As long as you're in, because that was that was a plot point in the first Continental. He went there. Right, and he, he kind of and thought so, he somebody was safe, that. and someone yeah. violated the rules of the Continental, like a church That's, in Highland. I, I was just gonna say exactly that, yeah. you jerk. <laughs> so Happy Halloween, I, ladies. So this series is called the Continental, and it will take what it's supposed to be is sort of these vignette type uh, episodes that will deal with different people who come and go from the Continental. Right. Set in that universe, I think it's an absolutely brilliant idea. I am on board. I'm on board. I'm 100%, 100% on board. Um, you should finish the second one. It's really it's I, worth watching. I plan to, definitely, yeah. yeah. And you should watch them both. They're good movies. I know. I'll get they're them. a lot they're of fun. entertaining. Yeah. A lot of fun. And the, the choreography is just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah very sharp. Well very sharp work. And he, Keanu knows his weapon handling. I don't know if you've ever seen the videos of him doing the uh, running the, 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 the gun courses and whatnot. Boy knows his shit. Yeah. So uh, it shows in the film. I'm just trying to see if there's an actual release. I don't see an actual release date. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shazam has a confirmed release date for April 5th, 2019. Oh. So uh, if you care about Shazam, there you go. 
How could you not care uh, about seeing Zachary <laughs> Levi as Shazam? <laughs> Look, I don't. I, Worth uh, the price of admission. Yeah. I don't. I don't hate. They should not show him. Not in a trailer. Not anything. To get that money from people, they should literally, you have to walk in the door. To see Shazam. To see him as Shazam. Yeah, that would be amazing. I, I, would, I, I agree with you. but The you best know marketing of all time. I agree with you. A hundred, they they could show the silhouette maybe yeah. even, or even something. Just like the, just like a, the a, lightning a, flash. A corner of the cape. I would, yeah. so I would, buy, I would pre-buy tickets just for the balls that it would take for them to finally do that. I've been screaming for but, somebody to do something like that. Like, here's a, it's, here's a movie you all want to see. And you're not seeing nothing, nothing until opening day. Not even a trailer. Yeah. Just come and see the movie. Well, like, were, I'm dying for somebody to do that. You were of the opinion. I remember when this happened. You were of the opinion that they should have saved Spider-Man uh, for Civil War. And they should have kept him out of the trailer. Absolutely. Right. I think that would have been great. I'd oh, make him a spoiler right. facet. That would have oh, been although we all, perfect. Although we talked about it at the time. They had to put him in the trailer. For the people that didn't understand the significance of it. Yeah, technically, For yeah. the people not in our wheelhouse. But, but maybe not as obviously. Just maybe like throw a throw a web out there yeah, or something I feel like you. that. You know, just I, to say Spider-Man's here, but you don't get to see him until yeah. you fucking get there. I would agree with you if, they, if in the film the first time you see him is in the scene where they're at the airport. You know what I mean? Like, if there was no other indication that he was going to show up and then that's where he shows up, right. I'd be with you 100%. Right. But you had all that buildup beforehand. That's true. In Civil War. So, yeah. I kind of get the, I, you know, the, the, it would have been blown the moment somebody went, hey, Peter, or something like that, and you knew it was Peter Parker. Right. Right. If it was simply just they're doing the airport scene and here he comes completely out of nowhere, that would have been amazing. Mm. But I can see why putting him in the trailer is the right way to go. Gore, oh sorry, no, right, no. Gore Vabinsky has pulled out of directing the Gambit movie. Yes, that's, that's number three, I think. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a number of names have been attached to direct Gambit prior to Gore Vabinsky. Edge of Tomorrow's Doug Liman, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Rupert Wyatt, both dropped out. There were also rumors that Frank Darabont was going to take helm at some point, but that never panned out Thank either. Goodness. So Here, here's yeah. here's what I'm speculating. Yeah, and it's it's a reach, but. <clears throat> Tatum here is uh, is good friends with uh, with Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, it could be. What are the odds that uh, that he he exploits that and goes, Steve? I need a director, please, baby. Yeah, you got got to help me out here. Okay. I I bet you he begs and pleads him, and and maybe that's maybe that's the next one to come and go. Well, and Soderbergh finally realizes, yeah, no, this this isn't for me either. I, I also wonder how now you're with... supposed to be Cajun. Ah, sorry, buddy. How now with Disney at the helm, right? Whether or not what, what kind of input they will have or sway or pull they will have to find a director to take the movie. Although the Fox Disney deal, I mean, essentially it's done. It's but not it, done. But it hasn't it hasn't cleared all the hurdles it just yet, right? No, no. Okay. It's, so it's still. T- I mean, it's, it's pending. It's pending, yeah. right? Because they have to go through the SEC and, and all, all that, that stuff. shit. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep, yep. So it looks like uh, it looks like they signed Lizzie Kaplan here also. Yes. To play Belladonna Bordeaux. Correct. Which is pretty cool. Correct. She's hot. I don't know. Oh, she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good character, too. I watched every episode of Master of Sex because I just wanted to look at Lizzie Kaplan. All right. I don't know, I don't know why I think she's that hot, but I do. Right. You know where I like her from? You know where the first time I remember seeing her and I was like, wow, that girl is cute and hot and yeah. stuff? Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> yes. Because she I plays like that movie. The, what? I barely remember that movie. It's, mm-hmm. She's like the promoter guy that the young. Uh, that that the young John, uh, what's his name, uh, Cusack, like Cusack mm-hmm. falls in love with, and yeah, she yeah. goes on the bus at the end, and they're like breaking in houses together. It's like his love uh, interest. In okay, the film. yeah, yeah, and if, uh, that was the first time, and I was just like, wow. Let me rephrase that. Huge. I, yeah, I, yeah, no, I barely remember that movie. Like, I liked Hot Tub Time Machine. It was I, the first I, I, one. I remember yeah, liking I it. I didn't the see the second one. The second one was not good. I just yeah. don't remember it. Not good at all. Really terrible, in fact. And it was a, such a shame. And it's no wonder that that he didn't, John. Uh, he, uh, he didn't come Cusack back for the second one. didn't right? go back for the second yeah. one. It's not a surprise. No. It was a disaster. Did anybody go back for the second one? All of them, except John except Cusack. John Cusack. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. The first one I thought was just terrific. It was. It was a very funny movie. Silly concept, but it was funny. Green Lantern Corps still on at DC <laughs> and after all of the shakeup, which, look, I'm not surprised by that because nothing has been pulled off the roster 
amidst the shakeup. Officially, shake officially, nothing. As far as we know, everything that we've heard about prior is still moving forward. Shazam right. and Black Adam, Flash, Aquaman, Green Lantern Corps, Wonder Woman two, which we've heard about, all the stuff in the Bat Universe um, that we know is happening or not happening. So I'm not entirely shocked by that. Um, I am. I'm pulling for them, and I and, and I'm pulling for them to to. I, I hope this shakeup brings about a, a whole new level of clarity and they do flashpoint and they reset everything and everybody's happy and everything's awesome. Cause uh, we, I, I, uh, my wife was interested in seeing justice league. Yeah. And uh, so I, uh, I managed to get that onto the screen for her to watch uh, earlier. Uh, I guess it was over the weekend. We watched it. Right. How did you do that? Uh, it was through, uh, through the, uh, the television. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You stream it from a device and it comes up on the screen. Oh. It's pretty marvelous technology. Oh. Uh, so we, we watched it. And first of all, it's extra hilarious for me. Now, this is the first time you've seen it, yes or no? no not, this is the first time she's seen it. Okay. I, I actually spent money to see this in the theater. Oh, right, right. Um, sort of. I, actually, I, I movie passed that, so I sort of spent money to see it in the theater. Uh, but uh, she spent most of the movie laughing, which was kind of fun and not like – it wasn't really always the good at, kind of laughing. At, not with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there was some laughing with, too. We, there, a very good friend of ours that we uh, we go to um, our burn events with, um, uh, I, I'm convinced that somewhere in there, he, he, is, he must be friends with Ezra Miller, and Ezra Miller based his performance on this, this person. person. All right. Uh, because it's uh, the movie has a whole new life, and, and I didn't realize the, the resemblance didn't kick until after I was out of the theater and done with the movie. Yeah. Now watching the movie in the context of "Hey, this is my friend," it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, so th- I, I'm coming around to actually really enjoying Justice League, but for completely inappropriate, r- reasons, like yeah. just my own personal reasons yeah. and my own personal hilarity. And uh, my brother-in-law pointed out um, the the moment. There's one moment that's hilarious where uh, Lois is talking to. Uh, Clark in the middle of the, the field over by the house. Right. And she says something about like, well, now I have to let you go again. And he has this weird, unmotivated, he looks off to the side and just goes, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. And we howled over that. Yeah. My brother-in-law pointed that out. He's like, yeah, wh- when you catch that, that's uh, that's thing, I think it's cracking me up. And we, we had to rewind it and play that back several times because it was cracking us up. Um. So, so but but what it's what it's done for me is I, I I really I really like the Flash now. Not just because he's my friend on the yeah. screen, but I I just I really dig what they did with that character, and I dig how they they rendered that stuff out. So I'm pulling for him, and I I I, I really want Flashpoint to nail this. I think I think we have at least one more potential bomb to get through before uh, Aquaman. we before, oh, Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. B- before we see a true turnabout. I agree with you. I would love for Flashpoint to do a hard reset and, yeah. or, or some sort of reset. Just something that, that brings us back to some sort of – like just level that playing yeah. field and, and go, this is the universe right. now. And, okay, we've, we've got some cohesion and let's let's make a fucking plan after Flashpoint instead of this kind of making it up as we go along thing that's been, been obvious. You don't have to mess with Wonder Woman at all. Nope. Those will stand fine just as they are. Yep. Um, I think Aquaman is the next big hurdle, which is this year? Is it this year? Yes. Is it 2018 or is it 2019? 2018. It is. Okay. So, okay. <clears throat> so that's on the great big. 2018. There's a yeah, lot yeah. of movies in 2018. Can we bounce back a for a second? Yeah. This is one piece in the article that I thought we should talk about. The story for the Green Lantern Corps has been described as a buddy cop movie with Stuart and Hal Jordan, the latter who previously was played by Ryan Reynolds in the 2011 bomb Green Lantern. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I, I don't like that. A buddy cop flick? Yeah. Hal Jordan, to me, has always been kind of pompous and snarky and um, a little bit humorous, maybe not always when he intended to be. And that's why I actually thought that Ryan Reynolds, back when he was first cast, wasn't a terrible choice to play Hal right. Jordan. And I I still don't blame the failure of that movie. I don't blame Ryan Reynolds it's for not that his movie. Fault, it's no. not his fault. He worked with the... What he had. Hot steaming pile of horse shit he was yep, given. Yep, yep. So taking that sort of snark, pompous, upturned nose, cocky I just sort never... of character and making that howl to John Stewart's much more stoic, down the middle right. kind of 
Green Lantern. I'm I'm okay with that as the okay. sort of concept of it. Um, and who we knew that they were going to do Hal and John Stewart. I don't think that's a shock either. They weren't going to do Guy Gardner. They weren't going to do Kyle Rayner. Oh, it's too early. But that that description <clears throat> that you just gave to me fits Kyle Rayner much better than it fits Hal. But Jordan. see, well, we I think Kyle Rayner is much more the Van Wilder. Yeah, not easy. I know. I know we what already, you're going to say. We already had the Van Wilder. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, but but I mean, what I mean is Kyle Rayner to me strikes. He strikes me more as like frat boy kind of stumbled on the ring. You know what I mean? Like, and he, he's, he's, he strikes me as more just straight up comic relief, you know, as opposed to Hal, who's more, he's not really comic relief, but he, he's, his hubris is kind of what makes it kind of awkward and funny at times. What's, What's interesting to me is that Hal in the comic books, Hal becomes parallax who is a huge villain in the DC universe. Sure. And then I think he's the Spectre now, isn't I'm pretty sure I bel- he's... Well, no. In Rebirth, in he Rebirth, is Hal Jordan he's Green Hal Lantern. Jordan Green Lantern. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but at one point, but he, he was, was the, Spectre. the Spectre. Correct. He was uh, responsible for bringing Green Arrow back from the so. dead yeah, during sir. the Kevin Smith... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like that's like... You know, like those are always... I guess maybe I'm clouded about the character because that's... I remember Parallax and I remember those things. Sure. Um, but I never took the car- Kyle Rayner, yes, and and you know, and Gardner was the asshole, and John Stewart was trying to be the straight arrow. So, right. like, I get that. I just my problem is not with how they're representing Hal Jordan because we don't know. Maybe right. maybe he'll be the straight one, and Stewart will be the the you know the screw up, sure, a la Quantum and Woody. Yeah, you know, like it could be that you know they could go that direction. But I, my problem here is that. The Green Lantern Corps movie was just described as a buddy cop movie. Because I think you need to, I think you need to plant the seed. If you're going to call, not call it Green Lantern, you're going to call it Green Lantern Corps. You need at least two. No, I get so, that. So your your choices are either two humans, right, or it's who else is, is going to be Kilowog? Is you know what I mean? Well, that's like, what I mean. Like right. they've done so many of those characters already in the first Green Lantern movie. And so I just I don't know that it's the whole idea of it just being a buddy cop film. To me, it, it feels like it should be like a much more a bigger, a much more epic kind of seriously toned, maybe a little bit more, you know, yeah, kind I, of universe building thing and not. Uh, oh, no, you got your ring power crossed with my ring power. Uh, but I see. But I'm not, but I'm not interpreting that type of humor as necessarily buddy cop like Starsky and Hutch, not the movie, but the, the TV show. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't it wasn't like slapstick comedy. There were moments of, you know, but it was it was frivolity. Yeah, sir? but that was sort of buddy cop. I mean, that was cop. I, buddy cop doesn't have to be buddy cop doesn't have to be it's a little bit Beverly more Hills. Do you think Starsky and Hutch was a buddy cop show? We're, we're looking no. at like, Turner and Hooch is a buddy cop movie. Are, are, are we thinking more buddy cop like early Lethal Weapon versus Lethal Weapon Four? Uh, yes, uh, there you go. Yes. All right, yeah, yes. Like Lethal That's Weapon one. one, buddy cop, which has a, had much more serious Correct. edge. Yes, I have an even worse one for you. I, Red Heat <laughs> I don't, with I don't, Arnold wow. Schwarzenegger and Jim Belushi. That's a buddy <laughs> cop movie. I, I'm just saying that I don't. Me personally, I don't divine defy define. define buddy cop as like straight up hilarity straight up straight arrow okay i think there's play on the hilarity angle i will and be, you can tone it down yeah, sure. i mean just I will uh, be, just in the example of the uh, right the lethal weapon series that lethal weapon one is is pretty much is very deadly serious with the exception of like even two isn't like it's Riggs like lunacy it's is, like has comedic three moments. and four three get and four like, get straight up stupid right as soon as they introduce uh joe, joe pesci. pesci but they introduced pesci in two didn't but they? he's but he's brief but in he's, two. He's, he pops right, up yeah Three is where it's like he's in. Three he, is South Africa. Yeah. Four is three, China. Three, he's, China, right? Three, he's part of the team. Yeah. Two, he's the MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> three, he's part of the team. <laughs> the MacGuffin. <laughs> what do you mean I'm a MacGuffin? <laughs> Whatever Leo what, wants, what Leo the, gets. What the fuck I, does that even I, mean I, I'm a MacGuffin? I got, I got, I got, okay. I got. They I got, fuck got. you in the drive-thru, okay? <laughs> they fuck you in the drive-thru. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's move forward. David Harbour. In some recent talks about the upcoming Hellboy film, um, uh, in an interview with uh, MTV, was talking about the very practical and action-heavy uh, Hellboy reboot. 
Uh, I just thought some of his comments were interesting, so I'm going to read it. Uh, it was crazy. It was the hardest job I've ever done, Harbour told MTV. Uh, the action that I'm doing in the movie, the rolling around on the ground and the punching, things that a 40-year-old man should not well, you, be doing. you, you got to read this like David Harbour. Oh, I can't do that. You want to do it, you All do right. it. Uh, the action I'm doing in the movie, the uh, <laughs> rolling around on the ground and punching, uh, things that a 40-year-old man should uh, not be doing. <laughs> okay, go that's ahead. That's your David Continue. Harbour? That's a terrible David Harbour, but, uh, you know, that's the idea. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, tr the tremendous <laughs> amount of prosthetics and makeup, but at the end of the day, we would shoot some pretty beautiful stuff and pretty unique stuff for this type of universe. A lot of it was very practical. Practical monsters and practical fights, not a lot of CGI. Um Look, all things aside, and as much as I love the Del Toro stuff, I'm still very excited to see this take on yeah. Hellboy. I'm excited to see David Harbour step into the role, to see what they do with that universe. Yep. He looks great. Yeah. I think he's, he's, yeah. he is a tremendous performer. I think he's going to be fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, there's there's lots to look forward to with this. I think we're it's really just a, a bitterness with how the other the other angle played out with Perlman. Like, yeah. Uh, that's that just makes it a little bit sour, but I I don't think that's going to take away from this movie being, but I think very likely excellent. I think there's no actual bitterness between Perlman and Arbor Harbor anymore. I think there may be maybe there was a little bit of playful. Oh, yeah, the, there's never been bitterness yeah, between the two of them. It's, it's, it's really it's, just it's, Del Toro and your buddy and, yeah. and the Muppet. Yeah, where Mignola. I Mignola. I couldn't even think of his name. I'm, I can only come up with the Muppet. Um, I think that's well, where the real well Mignola just fucked yeah. himself because Shape of Water. Just is winning everything. everything. Yep. Yeah. Everything. He won again. He won Best Director again. It won Best Film uh, somewhere. And that <laughs> Deplatz guy won for music yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. Yep. Like, and the design, like, it's winning everything all over the place. It's incredible what, what that movie is doing for just, let's just call it a genre film. Like, and, and, and Del Toro himself calls it a monster movie. Uh -huh. right. And for, for that movie to be cleaning up the way it is awards wise is, is amazing for all of us, except Mike Mignola, who well, should go fuck himself but, for screwing. But Guillermo Del you know Toro. what? I, but what, I mean, it's, Shape of Water. Now we joke that it's the Abe Sapien movie, but if that was the Abe Sapien movie, it would not be getting the accolades that it was getting because no, no. oh, comic book. No, no, but but it, well, it, it's not the reason we call it the Abe Sapien movie because the guy the looks, creature looks yeah. like Abe Sapien, yeah, and it's played by Doug Jones, right? Yeah, so you don't get far off the mark there. That's literally he played sure. another creature in another Guillermo del Toro movie or two that looked exactly like that. So it's not far off the mark. Mm. But uh, I, I think it's tremendous. And it's Mignola's loss. It really is his loss. You know, it's funny. Since we've started talking about Mignola on this show in this light, um, we've had fans and listeners come forward with tales of meeting Mignola. Oh, yeah. Lord. And, and, and you know what? For a guy who I consider to be a creative genius, he's an absolute ass. asshole and curmudgeon. Absolute who, ass. Who just doesn't. I'm, look, I'm not saying he needs to be grateful, or, or but but have a little bit of humility. Yeah. Like, recognize the fact that your work, as brilliant as it is, is really it's, – it's success is because of the people who continue to support it. Yep. Yet you continue to, like, shit on people. I, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's it's amazing. At the end of the day, your your job as the creator, and and I I tout this for actors and all this stuff. Like an actor does a Broadway show, they're not they don't owe the audience uh, they don't owe the audience a, a stage door visit or anything. No, your job is not. done once you take that curtain call and you're off the stage. But you want to appreciate your fans at least. You don't want to be an asshole to your right. fans, even if you don't want to do the stage door thing. But, just be like, thank you so much for coming. You guys are great. I got to get in my car. Uh, love you guys. Bye bye. But like, here's don't be a curmudgeon. I agree with you, but here's a quick difference. Mignola, unlike an actor at a stage door who has no responsibility for showing up at the stage door, I agree with you 100%. Right. But Mignola will show up at but conventions that, that was my and next put point. himself in a public situation where he's there to Don't interact with Don't do a convention people, if that's going to be your attitude. Yeah. And then you treat them like fucking hot garbage yeah. after they've yeah. paid to see you or stand yeah. on stood on standed, stood on line for, they standed on the line. for hours at, in his heyday for hours. I mean, like, like he puts himself in a situation to interact with those people, and all those people want is, all they want is two seconds of his time. That's in it. theory, just hey, you know what? I really appreciate your work. You know what? Thank you so much. 
Here's my signature. Move on. And Not, nobody's nah, showing up. I don't feel like signing stuff today. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Hellboy. Uh, I don't want to talk about let's talk BPRD. About, uh, uh, let's talk stay about. Stay the fuck home. Don't show up. Don't show up. up. Let's show talk up. about the fact that Mike McNola, a couple years ago, it's not many now. Let's call it maybe two. He walked away. He walked away from comic books. He right. wasn't drawing them anymore because he wanted to be a real artist. And he just walked away. While the Magnolia universe continued without him and continued generating fans and so on and so forth, he just walked away. So, in any event. any event, let's take a quick break. Yes. We'll come back. We have some things for segment two. All right, OG. And, uh, and yeah. with that, we will take this break, our only break, on episode 481, uh, the one we call a fine, fine episode. Yes. Okay. Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, Remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. I'll never be you. I'll never be you. I'll never be you. What's up? This is Dane Cook from Good Luck Chuck, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. You know it. So why does that file say the other Ryan Reynolds for that particular ID? Can, can we just can we just go in there and and PK? I want you to go into that ID at some point, uh-huh. and I want you to just record over where he says "Good luck, Chuck," and just say "American Gods" real quick. Okay, perfect. And then we can move. Did on. He just appear in American. Yeah, God? he was. He, he was Robbie. Right. He was. I forgot about. He that. was the girl. He was the guy that uh, Shadow's wife was cheating on. Oh, oh. In the That's first right. episode or second episode, or whatever it was, he was in one episode, and that was it. I that's why he's vanished from showbiz. Got his <laughs> dick bit off. That's it. Whoosh. Yikes. Oops. <laughs> Dang, Cook. From Good Luck Chuck. There's some relevance for you on this fine. Hey, listen. Program. We had. We, we <laughs> like Good Luck Chuck. I, I Yeah, but it's we were talking about 10 like, years old now at this oh, point. Oh, yeah, probably. We were talking about the real Ryan Reynolds. Well, we didn't have a drop from him. <laughs> so, you know. Well, well, well let, me, let me pull the curtain back for, for you. For you comic fans, that's actually Darwin Cook as well, too. <laughs> you choose. Uh, you it, choose. We all thought it was Darwin Cook. We're like, oh, yeah, do you yeah, do that one. It's oh, a good one. Wait. No, it's not Darwin Cook. <laughs> I'll pull the curtain back for you, little PK. When you're at San Diego Comic-Con and you want to get these people on tape and you want them to do an ID, mm-hmm. you got to get they're whatever plug they're in their movie, whatever yeah. it is at oh, the yeah. time. So when I, I got so. that ID, it's because the good luck Chuck was coming. <laughs> yeah, There's no a doubt. lot of them. Samuel Jackson dropped that we have is like snakes, snakes on, on a plane. plane. Right? I would never in a million years ask him for an ID for snakes on a plane. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of them like that. Love um, it. Oh, I love it. The I'm Samuel L. Jackson interview. That one's legendary. That one is legendary, yes. <laughs> that one's hysterical. And it wasn't the first time I interviewed him either, which was really hysterical. I should get that audio. I say, I'm uh, sure I could. That's, I that it. sounds do like you? some... Uh, yeah, of course I do. That sounds like some bonus content. I was going to say that right there. That's some oh. good bonus content. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's, let's find the two people on the planet who haven't heard that story or that interview. I don't know. A bunch of our patrons probably oh, haven't, to be honest true. with you. true. Maybe they nice. haven't. Maybe they haven't. You know who else is on there? Um, what's his name from Easy Rider? I got an ID from Peter Fonda. Uh, from Peter Fonda. Oh, get Jeez. the fuck! I, out I of got here. an ID from Peter Fonda when he was doing that. Whatever that three ten to Yuma. 
Yeah, right. yeah. So he's like, hey, it's Peter Fonda from 310 to Yuma. And I'm like, you're Peter fucking Fonda. <laughs> it's Peter Fonda from being Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda, you know you do who the I math. am. Yeah. Like, this is Big Kev's some geek them, stuff. Some of them say, where should I? Because in my little, I have a little script. And yep. it says, from. And you, and the idea is you say where you're from. You, you know, like what you're, you know, where yeah. you're from. Like, because we, I get some obscure people, like Friday the 13th people and stuff like right, that. Right, And I get them to say where they're from. But I get people sometimes, like Peter Fonda is a good example of that, where I'm like, yeah, you don't need to say where you're from. <laughs> like, I like uh, Gene Simmons. Like, you don't need to say where you're from. Sir. Yeah, right. <laughs> you yeah. know, that kind of thing. Right. This is, this is like, yeah, yeah it's a it's laminated Gene card. Gene Simmons. So it's the kinda, end. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody knows. You don't know. Fuck off. <laughs> now, if you got him to say that, this that is, would be brilliant. That would be fun. This is Gene Simmons from Runaway. <laughs> exactly. That, that's exactly the point. From Scooby Doo. If, <laughs> if he had been promoting Runaway at the time, that's what it would say. You know what's also cracking me up? My Gene Simmons is also my David Harbour, yeah, apparently. It's, it's, it's very similar. Actually, I found your David Harbour to be uh, very close to your Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> okay, perfect. So, it's <laughs> I just want to re- now you just have to record I sharted and, and move on. It's like that Family Guy bit where uh, Ray Romano and Kermit the Frog and the other guy with the, oh, yeah. that voice is in the room. <laughs> oh, Deborah. Oh. <laughs> Anywho, uh, and with that, OG. Yes. No. No. We have stuff to talk about. Oh, segment oh. two. Teen Titans. Super, super, super fast because we are on a bit of a time schedule. Yep. We did have uh, during the break, of course, uh, Build R2D2. Oh, you right. You can check them out. Go to uh, buildr2d2.com or you can give them a call if you would like. 877 544 6779. You know, it's the one, uh, that's half, correct. the one half scale R2D2 that you build yourself. Could be thousands of dollars if you wanted such a thing on your own. But no, a little bit every month. You get some parts, you put them together, he's yours. You get the fantastic magazines, the step-by-step instructions from the people that brought you the incredible BuildMillenniumFalcon.com. It's BuildR2D2.com. And I also wanted to quickly mention that the Luna and the Magical Nightlights is still going on over at uh, Kickstarter, uh, Urban Final Toys, 64 Colors, Atal is putting that together. So go check that out. Show some love and support to them. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated. But, or moving on rather, we do have uh, some other stuff to talk about. Teen Titans Go! Teen Titans <laughs> Go! Um, so the trailer was cute. It's exactly what you expect of a Teen Titans Go trailer. Um, I don't know if any other of you watch that show. Um, I watch it sometimes. It's funny. It's definitely like ADD on, you know, on TV, but it's mm-hmm. entertaining. But my a- favorite ADDC? part... Exactly. My favorite part of the trailer is the one-liner at the end of the trailer where the narrator simply says, because if Aquaman can get a movie, anyone can. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. I thought that was Even well placed. Shots the wrong franchise. <laughs> so, so there. Um, we have a voicemail <laughs> as well, right? And then we have really? a product. So why don't we do the voicemail first and then product? Oh, okay. Hi, guys. It's Tom on a box clothes. Um, I know I may be a little bit behind on this one because I'm only halfway through the first episode of the year, but I just finished listening, or I'm in the middle of listening to you guys talk about Star Trek and how they might go back into a Star Trek The Next Generation. What about between the original Star Trek and the next generation, because there was, what, two enterprises, at least, at least one captain. What about doing some adventures with that, or figuring something else out from the Star Trek universe, like Voyager did, like Deep Space Nine, all that stuff? Talk to you later. First of all, I have one correction for Tom. It's actually uh, it's enterprise is the plural. Uh, is that what it is? Yeah, that's it's correct. not enterprises. No, it's it's enterprise. Uh, there have been and many enterprise. I have this correction. Track is what a train goes on. Track <laughs> is what the enterprise goes on. <laughs> that's a good point, though. I mean, I, that's 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 yep. uh, that is uncharted territory. BNC uh, between those two. Yes. The only reason I think we said next generations last week. Or the only reason that came up in a conversation is, is because, because he is a humongous Next Generation fan. Right. And so we, we thought well that that known. would be a, yeah, a, makes sense. a healthy leap uh-huh. for him. Yeah. And um, also, I don't think he would 
if he's entering a franchise, he's not. I don't know that he's going to want to introduce something entirely new. Uh, I think I he'd mean, want to tackle something a that's known. You know, I, think I mean, it's a one-off. I mean, it's not like he's never introduced stuff entirely new in a franchise before. But no, I agree. Wait, with you. Who, who we're talking about? JJ, aren't we talking about JJ? No, no. sir. Oh, I thought we're talking. We're it's talking about Tarantino. Tarantino. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. Okay, Tarantino is a humongous next yeah, 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 generation yeah. fan. Correct. Yeah. Yes, yes, you're right. It is a well known. So, thing. Uh, certainly an interesting concept, but I think uh, a concept for someone different to possibly pursue down the line. Yes. Yes. Uh, but I, I'm, you know, if if this thing continues to get off the ground and actually happen, which I, I'm still skeptical about, of because it's Quentin Tarantino. Uh, but if it does get off the ground, I I would expect because of his fandom of Next Generation, that's probably where he's going to try you know to what? tackle. Who who owns the? Is it still Paramount? Doesn't have that, does it? Yeah, yep, it's that's still Paramount. All Paramount. Mm-hmm. So Paramount um, now and forever. In mm-hmm. in an effort to, I don't want to say save the franchise because I don't know that the franchise is is hurting, but Paramount might just move forward with it. It's it's just crazy enough and just <clears throat> and just like. You know, a little off center enough to add just a new twist and bring right. a new a new audience, a little breath of fresh air yeah, into. And, and uh, who knows? Paramount might really be willing to just do something out there, enough yeah. out there to, to just change the franchise. Up a bit. Is doing is still doing quite. That's well. what I mean. It, there's yeah. a lot of backlash from from the hardcore Trek fandom. I really dig all three of those sure. the films that uh, the JJ's and yeah. then uh, uh, Justin Lin's film. Um, I still haven't seen the third one. The third one, I, I dig it. I know Kev much, gives much a, better than gives the a second one. Yeah. about the about both of those, but uh, it's, no, it's no, very no, very I like enjoyable. The third one, first and third ones, I liked yeah. a lot. It's that middle one is dreadful. What was the What was the nah. name of the second one? Into Darkness. Into darkness. All right, and what was the third one then? Beyond. Uh, oh, beyond. beyond. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was going to say I thought Into Darkness was the third one. All right. No. Into Darkness. Okay. So the downside of titling movies in this fashion now is when you, they they pop up in uh, if I have a like the on the Apple TV all my purchased films and right now they're all out of fucking order. <laughs> oh yeah, we we've gotten away from the ones and twos, and that's great. But you know, figure out a, you know, at least put them alphabetical so they sort right. <laughs> Damn it for for the OCD Germans uh, uh, like myself. So thank you to Mr. Tom on a box groves. If you would like to give us a call and leave us a voicemail and hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, you can do so by calling two zero one seven three zero B K G S. Huh and Zah. All right, Big Kev, you have some product. Yeah, just, uh, uh, I have a special lady friend who gave me this wonderful book for Christmas uh, that I wanted to share with you guys, and I've been meaning to bring it in, and, and, well, we must be done with the prep sheet, (laughs) PK has just cast it to the floor. Uh, It's called Cook Korean, a comic book with recipes by Robin Ha. It's really cute. It's it's weird, because it's it's kind of like... It's kind of like an illustrated cookbook with comic book vignettes peppered in. Yeah, and and I'm really oh, on a cute. Okay. I'm on a Korean kick. Both that's not very nice. Cooking, at all. well, <laughs> well, I figured I'd enjoy it before they kill us all. Right. right. So uh, they, uh, <laughs> I I have been I've been cooking some Korean recipes. I like Korean food. I'm just like I've discovered it. Uh, not, uh, not, you know, for many reasons, not Whoa. the least of which is our friend. Yes. Uh, who brought us to Korean barbecue. I think it was both of our first times. Oh, yeah. That was, um. J-Roo. J-Roo. Yeah. yeah. AKA, Banksy. AKA Banksy. Okay. You, uh, you had me at page 58 and the grilled beef short ribs. Yes, there you go. It's a lovely item. I know they're drawn, but they still, they even look delicious drawn. Let me give you a little, uh, mm. a little bit about the author. Uh, Robin Ha was born in Seoul, Korea. Robin Ha grew up reading and drawing comics. At 14, she moved to the United States after graduating. Uh, United States, period. After graduating from the Rhode Island School of Design with a BFA in illustration, she moved to New York City and started a career in the fashion industry. Her work has been published in independent comics anthologies, including Secret Identities and The Strumpet, both of which I've heard of. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have. I know Secret Identities. As well as in the pages of Marvel Comics and Heavy Metal Magazine. Nice. That's a pretty good pedigree. I would say so. That's why the name sounds familiar. Okay. Her yes. blog, Banchan in Two Pages, features Korean recipe comics. Uh, she currently resides in Falls Church, Virginia. So uh, I... I this, this covered so much ground for me, and it was so inspiring because this is the exact kind of thing, OG, uh-huh. that I have been talking about with regards to Big Kev Eats stuff. For 
13 years. Yeah. For, for many years. This, just a leaf. There is a lot of really, really tasty looking stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, and that's illustrated. So, like, if you can just imagine how great the actual food looks, even though she's a great artist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've read the entirety of the book now, cover to cover. I've made zero of the recipes right. in the book. The first one that I make will be a bonus content video uh, for our Patreon, Partyon, Patreon friends. Patreon. Whatever it is. I'm just trying to get them all in. Uh, Friends. uh, And we will be filming that uh, very soon. And, uh, yeah, but I think everybody should check it out. If you like cooking, if you like uh, cooking Korean food, if you never have before, what a great introduction. And, and like, you know, both of uh, OG and PK have said, Fantastically illustrated throughout. I might have to grab that for myself. It's, it's not really, lie. really there's a, good. There's a very yeah. wide variety of stuff in there too. Yeah. so it's a little, little something for everybody. Exactly. Put it on my cookbook shelf. <clears throat> so once again, it's Cook Korean by Robin Ha, a comic book with recipes. So definitely check it out wherever you get actual books. All of that I aside, uh, when as a group are we going to Korean barbecue uh, after the show? <laughs> because <tonight? laughs> I, I want to go back to what was the name of that place, Miss Miss Saigon. It was Miss Saigon, yeah. right? I, I have only heard of the legend of. Miss Saigon. It oh, no, no. Actually, it's not no, Miss Saigon. It was Miss Korea. It was Miss Korea. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Miss Korea. It was, it was the grand adventure. It was delicious. In culinary. Yeah. Yes. But. Incredibility. Can, can I just tell you? Yeah. Can I just tell you? There are a number of fine Korean restaurants. Oh, no, no, no. All over the place. Oh, right? absolutely. But we went to Miss Korea in K-Town. Yes. In, uh, with uh, in our Manhattan. friend Jay Ru. It was a lot of people that night. We, there there were, was there like was... 15 people. It was. And it was... Jay Ru bought. So he must have made some kind of deal that day. Because <laughs> that ain't cheap. He was cooking in the back. It it was... <laughs> Vince, Vince from My Plastic Heart yeah, was there. Yeah, it was there. a bunch of people Vinny, there. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of people there. It was a good, it was a good group of people. Yeah, a good group of people. <clears throat> so, uh, so, yeah. There you go. But, yeah, I, I mean... I, you know, I, I always say you got to try out these different things. And, and one of the focuses of Big Kevin stuff is where, you know, our sort of genre culture clashes yeah. with food culture. And I couldn't think of a better example than this. So that first Big Kev's geek stuff thing will be something from the Fitting. Show. Very quickly, people listening to the vintage episodes, I want you to make note of the first time that Eat Stuff comes up and post it in that chat room. Because I'm curious to know how early on... In the process of this show. I don't think it was that early. <clears throat> Eat Stuff came out. I, I, I want to say it's in the first 20 episodes. I think, you'd back be, there. I think you would be more apropos to find the first mention of Little Fifi's Who Stuff. Oh, that's much later on. Is it though? Much? I believe so. I can't, that's got to be like. I believe we were already on like our second or third producer at that point. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't think that was Mr. Fantastic. And I'm sure Eat Stuff was. So it could, it could be. It could so be. it's definitely the first hundred episodes. I'm guessing wow. the first twenty or twenty five episodes it comes up. All right. So anyway, um, don't forget. Of course, uh, are we at that point? Can we? Can I don't we, hear. I, any, I, I, was there more? Uh, I don't more think product? so. I think we. No. Can, oh, yeah. I, I, I want a quick nod to. Um, I've been reading Doomsday Clock, and I think I'm behind by a week. I think the the newest issue, issue two, just uh, hit last. Wednesday or was it the Wednesday before? Uh, la- two weeks ago. I think. Am I the only one in the room reading that story? No, right I, now? I no. am reading it, but I am completely underwhelmed by it. Okay, I'm and not alone. It's also a really difficult sell. Yeah, that's yeah. this is this is this is it. Like this, trying to tie this whole rebirth universe together, and I think, but I. I'm struggling. I, I am. I, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. Well, absolutely. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see it through to the end. But I, I'm. I'm. Know, I'm struggling with the with this. That second ec- issue was. I'm, the first says, issue they, was the, you the, know, the, the hands were a little little yeah. ham loaded uh, yeah. in that in my, that second issue definitely. My my opinion is just really quickly is I think they've gone to the Watchmen well too many times now. I thought before Watchmen was a risk and it turned out excellent. Right. I think now I think now they may have gone. Too I just far. like there's a new Rorschach and I don't know. Yeah. It's just none of it feels it's, okay. It's to very me. hard to rectify mentally with what I know of the Watchmen yeah. and and now, and now obviously this is a, this is an alt universe Watchmen, but I trying to to. But is it though? I, who knows? I don't think it's an alt universe. But is it? I don't know. I don't don't know how to reconcile this just yet. And like I said, I'm in it for the haul. We have this this particular event is a six issue. This is a Tuesday clock is a 12 issue. Oh, yeah. It's it's a whole year. Oh, boy. It's a whole. It's a whole. Well, I'm I'm in. It's a whole year. Let's see what happens. But it's it's also tonally like it it really it's it doesn't it's this is supposed to gel with the Rebirth universe, correct? It is. And it just doesn't feel that way. Like the the Batman that that appears in, in the second issue 
doesn't at all seem to gel no. with the Batman that I've been reading, read, uh, catching up with. In read the, Dark Knight's uh, Metal. I read do need metal. to read that. Metal is fantastic. Uh, I ju- and, like, and speaking of being behind, I just finished the uh, War of Jokes and Riddles. Which also was a great storyline. Which story was spectacular. Which I what a great read. Which I speculated would end with them killing Catwoman. And they did not. Happen. No. Right. So I'm, I'm a little... Yeah confused as to where that's gonna yeah. go but mm. well they're still engaged technically speaking yeah. so. all right for now good stuff so uh yeah that that's all i got all right so with that being said don't forget you can find us online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com of course go to patreon.com backslash bkgeekstuff show us some love and support even a dollar a month is uh is well worthwhile. <laughs> Big Kev throwing in the towel on eat stuff. I'm assuming after wow, that is wow. My, my move. That's sorry. where you went. That's, yeah, that's where you that's, go. Well, it's relevant, you know. And when there's an eat stuff video, what are you gonna say then? Oh, uh, no, 13 years. That's exactly uh, what I'm gonna say. It took you 13 years. That's why I want to know when the first time you brought it up was on social media. <laughs> I, you can find me. At Geek Stuff OG across all of the social media platforms, including the PlayStation Network. Uh, you can find me at uh, Big Kev GS on uh, Xbox if I ever go on there. And otherwise, it's BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. And I am K Robert Marlowe on Instagram and a little more on Twitter lately. Than, you know, I'm, I'm, you're, I'm you're, di- da- you're dabbling. I'm dipping the toe in. You're dabbling. Yeah. Be careful. It's ugly. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's, oh. It gets ugly fast. Oh, yes, you got to know what to avoid. That's why I said just the toe. Just the toe. Just a big toe. I think the answer is Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No, there is still plenty of good on Twitter. Yeah. You just have to know how to navigate the minds. Got it's it. Like flying through an asteroid field. Um, of course, like Without you mentioned that, earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can do so by giving us a call over at 201-730-BKGS. Uh, Facebook.com backslash BKGeekStuff. Um, I think that's all of it, yeah? I think so, yeah. Sounds right. You know what I would like to know? Uh, what? I'd like to know uh, from the people listening to the classic episodes. Uh-huh. Let us know if you like the wrap-up because that is... Uh, <laughs> that is know, different. That's, that's yeah, it's very feature, different. Yeah. That's a feature that can always come back. Yeah, that's that's a 20-minute adventure nobody needs. It was never 20 minutes. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Well. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I forgot her name. <laughs> <laughs> And we will end this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff the way we end some episodes by saying good night, Rosemary. No. no. What the? What, what is it? Shit. I forgot. <laughs> Look, let, let's it, We could just call her zombie at this point, can't what's, we? What's oh, her, I forgot. God what is damn it? it? Is it Deirdre O'Reardon? No, it's O'Reardon, isn't it? Rose. What Rosa, what's her first name? Rosemary. <laughs> Whatever. Right, what is it? <laughs> Rosemary. Is it Rosemary? Yeah, PK doesn't even remember. It's Dolores. It's Dolores. I Dolores don't know. Right with right, Dolores. All right. All right. All right. There's a no, big he... difference between mostly dead and all dead. <sighs> wow. All well, I was talking about this show, in. sir. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> we will end the show. By saying goodnight, Dolores O'Riordan, wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.